Hello and welcome to episode 240 of the Veg Grower podcast. My name's Richard and I like to grow food in my allotment and garden. Now coming up a bit later on I'll be sharing with you what I plan to do with my beds over winter. In order to try and get the most out of them but also make my life easier for next year. But before that as always let's find out what I've been up to over this last week. Well, today is Friday the 11th of October 2019. I'm in my potting shed at home. And it's the first update for the week. Um, it's been pretty miserable weather, hasn't it, actually? It's raining every night and it's getting dark so early. Which means I haven't really been able to do much in the actual garden so far. What it has meant, though, is that I've spent some time in this potting shed. Now, you may recall I said last week it was a mess in here. I had pots everywhere and old containers and old compost bags. Well, I've been having a bit of a tidy up and just trying to get things a bit more organised. I say that every year, or every few months, in fact. Um... Yeah, a bit more organised, just a bit tidier and throwing things out that I don't need. I'm a terrible hoarder and I actually hate throwing things out that are useful. Uh, the, the whole thing uh, at the moment with plastics, for example, if a, a flower pot isn't broken, why throw it out? So I tend to hoard onto those and actually I don't use that many of them. Well, that means for me this shed just becomes a bit of a dumping ground which is really annoying and it becomes very unworkable so I've been clearing out a lot of the, the crap out of here been putting stuff away and yeah just really trying to get rid of things and tidying things up now in here at the moment I do have uh, several chilli plants that I'm overwintering and my peas and broad beans that I sowed last week. Now the peas, they have only one or two of them are showing signs of life at the moment, but they have germinated pretty damn quickly within a week. So I was really, really pleased to see that. And that means I'll be able to get those in the ground within the next month, I hope, and get them overwintering. I try every year to overwinter peas and I don't have a huge amount of success with peas in general. So this year I'm making a big attempt at doing it. I might actually still sow some more seeds as we've got plenty of time still to sow them. But more on that over the next few weeks. Now in this potting shed I have been looking into getting some sort of heating in here. I'm thinking a little paraffin heater. Not... It does stay relatively warm in here, but and I, I don't necessarily need it to keep the frost off because it, it doesn't really get down cold enough from that. It's more because I think the heat would help many of my plants earlier on in the season, such as my chilli plants, because they don't really do grow very big in the beginning. I do sign them early, I know that. But they just seem to take forever to get going. So I'm thinking a bit of heat in here will keep them going. I'm not allowed plants indoors really. Otherwise every windowsill would be filled up with chilies and aubergines. So for that reason I'm thinking that will work in here. I thought about an electric heater if I'm honest as well. But my wife also isn't keen on 
spending a lot on electricity bills. So I'm thinking paraffin might be the better option. Anybody has any experience with greenhouse heaters, please let me know because I'll be um, really interested to hear people's thoughts on that. Well that's it for today. I'm hoping the weather's going to perk up over the weekend, although it doesn't look good. But we'll see. And hopefully that will mean I'll be able to do a bit outside on the plot. Well today is Saturday October the 12th and I am just in my little greenhouse at home. Um, it's been a really wet miserable day today. The rain hasn't stopped and it, it, it's been horrible actually. Uh, we, it's been very cold as well and I've had this horrible headache all day so again I haven't really done much gardening and I'm feeling a bit bad for not doing much gardening this week. But, but the weather is miserable so what can we expect when it's like this? What I have done today, and I spoke about this last week, is I've moved my banana trees and my peach tree and some of my more delicate um, perennial um, items into this greenhouse to give them a bit of protection over the winter. Now I don't actually wrap this greenhouse in bubble wrap over the winter. I've got a fairly mild climate. And last year and the year before, my banana trees have gained, gone through here absolutely fine. I say banana trees, it was only the one last year. But the fact that I do keep a bucket of water in here, or a water butt of water in here, does help because that warms up during the day and keeps the surrounding area a little bit warmer overnight. Now this just these plants are in here just to protect them over the winter and... and particularly the peach tree, I find that by moving it into the greenhouse over winter and bringing it back out about May time, avoids peach leaf curl. It's, it's a method that I've done for many, many years now. I used to have a peach tree that grew outside and it died because it had peach leaf curl every year. Just moving it inside made it avoid that horrible disease. So for me, that is why I move a lot of things into the greenhouse. Now, I know not everybody can have a greenhouse, but I do think they are really, really worth doing. They do extend the seasons. You can grow a lot more. And overall, I just think it's brilliant to have one. Mine's, my one here is only six foot by six foot, so it's not the biggest. It's a plastic windows with um, green metal. You may have seen it in many of the videos, and it does exactly what I need it to do, to be honest. Um, I've only had this when I moved into this house, which was sort of four and a half years ago now. It was one of the first things I bought, and I just love actually having a greenhouse. One of the best advantages of a greenhouse, I've got to say, is when it rains, and you can still work in here, whether it's seed sowing or tending to a few plants, while the rest of the world outside is getting wet, you're nice and dry in here. So, yeah, that's all I've been really doing today. I'm just looking at some of my, what I call my house plants. These are some of my turmeric, my ginger, 
they're going to have to go inside pretty soon actually. Um, I'll have to clear a space on my work in, indoors somewhere, one of my windowsills, to move them in. I try and treat them like houseplants, so they, they need to be kept fairly warm, being that they are from warmer climates. But they are fantastic to grow, I've got to say. They're difficult, but they are fantastic. Now on the same front, I've still got tomatoes growing in here, believe it or not, and it's still, oh god, here comes that wind, and it's still producing a lot of tomatoes, so I think that is just another excellent bonus. Well that's it for today, I'm hoping to get down the allotment tomorrow if this rain holds off, we'll see, fingers crossed. Well, it's Sunday the 13th of October 2019 today. I'm back in the potting shed at home today. Now, I did go down the allotment this morning on the hope of planting out my onion sets. But I got there and it just tipped it down with rain. So, I decided to come back home after really not doing much on the allotment at all. Bit of weeding and that was about it. I know people will say there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothes. I think the reality is when, you're, when you've got to work, you've got to look after yourself. And the last thing I need is to have time off through having a cold because I was too reluctant to go down or to, to give up my hobby, basically. Not that it's given up. There'll be, there'll be brighter days, there'll be summer days, and we can catch up on those. The great thing about this time of year is that everything is slowing down. So the weeds don't need so much attention. The watering looks after itself. So yes, that is really what I did down the allotment today. Now, I, I came home and I, I tended to the chickens as I always do on a Sunday. Gave them a good clean out, or I say a good clean out, it was actually a bit of a rush clean out because of the fact that the weather was so poor. Um, chickens have to be cleaned out every week in my opinion. Uh, nobody else would want to live in a, a messy place. Um, so I like to clean them out every week. I make sure I do that every Sunday. And also it gives me the chance to kind of check on everything and, and do some maintenance. Now you may recall a few weeks ago I mentioned that I brought a treadle to feed my chickens. Well that has been a godsend, I've got to say. It's so much easier having a treadle. Now a treadle works by a chicken standing on a lever, on like a, a plate, and that then lifts up a flat for the chicken to get their food from. It took them a while to get used to it. What I had to do was actually prop the lid open so they started eating from there. Then I propped it half open so they got used to treading and it moving. And then so didn't prop it open at all and they just went about their own business and they got used to using it by using their own weight to open up the flap. It, took them a, it did take them a good week to get used to it, but they got there. Now, why do I say it's been a godsend? Well, here's the thing. I only need to feed that up once a week now and it keeps their feed dry and vermin-proof. I don't have to take their feed in every night. It's been fantastic for that reason alone. Now, that for me is something I wish I'd, 
I bought and started when I first got the chickens, but I went through the cheaper option of just buying a plastic container that hung from the, the roof. Now the quail, they are also doing fantastic outside. They're not laying eggs anymore. That would have shown up in the weekly harvest report, but um, I haven't been able to do the weekly harvest report for a while. I will be doing that soon. Just got to um, make sure the website's all working correctly before I do that. Well, that's it for today. Let's say that rain's coming in hard again. I don't know if you can hear it in the background. Um, so I haven't really been able to do much, which is really disappointing. But hey, hey. Before I share my plans for the beds over winter, this week's tip of the week from the RHS Plant Grow Harvest Calendar reads, now is a good time to plant bare root fruit trees and shrubs as warmth remains in the soil to get them established. Yes, I have found that not only bare rooted fruit trees, bushes and shrubs are cheaper, they also establish better by being planted now rather than spring. The reason for this is that as the tip said, yes, the soil is warmer, so that gets the roots growing, but it's also moist. And as it's going to be raining more frequently as we go on into winter, it's always going to be moist in the soil. The soil is not going to dry out. And for me, I believe this is why the plants get established so much easier when planted at this time of year. And I found that one of the best plants I've found that this works with is when I've planted asparagus. Many, many times I've tried planting asparagus in the spring and it's failed. My autumn planted asparagus established with no real problems. It's so much better. So for me, yeah, a lot of the planting I will do in the autumn nowadays for that very reason. Now this does bring me on quite nicely into my topic this week. Now this is a time of year that many fair weather allotmenteers stop going down their plots. It becomes like a ghost town as we get further into October, November, December. Often I'll be down the allotment and there's nobody around. Now personally, I think that's a shame because I still feel there's plenty to do on the plots, whether it's maintenance or growing. I also think it's the ideal opportunity to get things ready so that come next year, the stress is off. We've done a lot of the things already that we can just get going and get the plants in and, and grow. Now I did state in the diary section that when it's raining I am guilty of not going out into the garden or down the allotment but really that is where greenhouses and sheds come into their own. Last year I did produce a podcast which I shared a few ideas that I had of what to do when it rains inside greenhouses and sheds and I'll link to that in this week's blog post on the uk if that's of interest to you. Now I say that because my time on the allotment, I normally go down every Sunday morning. I try and go a couple of times during the week as well. But my time on Sunday morning, that is dedicated to the allotment. The wife knows it, everyone knows it. So we try not to get anything else booked in on a Sunday morning. That is my allotment time. There are times when that doesn't happen and there are times when it makes more sense to go down on a Saturday. But... On a whole, it's dedicated to a Sunday. But of course, if it is raining on a Sunday and I can't really do much outside or on another day, that's where working in the greenhouses and the sheds really comes into their own. Now, my allotment greenhouse I only got in April this year. 
and as you know I inherited it from my granddad. I put it up in a bit of a rush, I didn't prepare the ground properly but it has worked and I'm going to start my plans in here because it's been such a big event for me that it's it's been really exciting if I'm honest having my granddad's greenhouse on my allotment. Now in here, now currently as you enter the greenhouse on my left hand side I've got my granddad's shelves and they're going to stay there but underneath those I'm just going to put some weed suppressing membrane and then kind of use the area underneath the shelves to store away things like plastic pots and canes hopefully tidily we'll see if that happens but you never know. Now around the top and the right hand side is where I did most of my growing. These were things like tomatoes and chickpeas, which all grew really happily and really well in there. But so did the bindweed. And I was pulling out the bindweed as we went on throughout the year, and that reduced quite dramatically. Which means that I think next year we should get it easier to control because there's going to be less seeds in the soil and so on. In fact, cooch grass did not grow in that greenhouse at all. It's about the only area in my allotment that cooch grass didn't grow. So the, what that means for me is that I can do my no-dig method in there quite happily. So what I plan to do around the top and the right-hand side is we're going to get some gravel board and place that in there to make the beds. Down the centre between the beds and the shelves, I'm going to lay my paving slabs as the path. But in the beds, I'm then just going to coat all that in compost from the compost bins. There might be an area that I don't coat in the compost that I'm going to leave spare for my chickpeas because I did find they grew better in poorer soils. But for the most, it's going to be covered in compost. And that's really mainly what I'm going to be doing. The only other thing is something that I discovered in my garage when I was tidying it out recently. I found a couple of carrot grow bags. Now, these are kind of your almost like tarpaulin made bag so I don't expect them to last that long but I plan to put one of these in my greenhouse on the element fill it with uh, multi-purpose compost and then sow some seeds and these seeds are going to be a carrot called Adelaide from Thompson and Morgan that I spoke about a few weeks ago these are meant to be able to be sown in November and I want to see how well they can grow in the greenhouse sown in November. It seems like the ideal opportunity for me to test this claim and I really want to see if it works. Now if we come out of the greenhouse I want to head up to the main bed of my allotment. Now this is the largest bed on the newer half of the allotment and I have been clearing away old plants from there and as I've been clearing away I've been covering with horse manure. The horse manure is going to act as a mulch and it seems to be working. I'm not getting so many weeds and it just looks tidier. On the main bed, this is all I plan to do is basically I'm putting it to bed for the winter. It's, it seems a shame to waste that much space, but I'm what I'm hoping is that if I keep covering it with horse manure, I may also cover it with compost, but I will also be putting green manures in and covering with weed suppressing membrane as well in order to test what does best. What I want to find out is how this copes with the cooch grass next year. Will it reduce my weeding? Will it make my life easier and better next year? So that's my plan for that bed. Now, I will be planting plants in my other beds on the other half. So if I have too many, I can easily pull back this mulch and plant into the soil below. Not going to be a huge problem, but I'm just interested to see if we can beat this cooch grass without digging the soil. 
Now, traditionally over the winter, many gardeners will dig over their soil. What the idea is, they would say, dig a trench out along one row of their allotment. Keep that soil to one side. They would then fill that trench with compost and manure and then dig out another row and dig that soil into that trench. Hope I'm making sense because it's very difficult to explain through audio. As they dig it out, they'll obviously be removing any weeds and roots as they go. Now they'll continue this right throughout the allotment and it's actually, it's a very popular method with older gardeners. It does work. It's a lot of work if you ask me. And I also, when I was at school, I remember being taught that worms will drag all organic matter down into the compost anyway. By digging it over, you're killing off the worms, you're killing off the bacteria. I've said many, many times that no dig, it works. Except the cooch grass I have, it does seem to be infallible. But if I find that it works on this main bed over this next year, all well and good. And then I can repeat that throughout the whole allotment over the next few years. I think my main trouble I have is that I've not been able to get enough compost for me to do no dig and really make a big covering. Using this horse manure that is delivered on site, it may be possible to do this. I'm also finding that by chopping up more and more of my green material through the lawnmower, I'm able to produce more compost. Anyway, I'm getting away from the point. You kind of get the idea that this top bed is just going to be what is classed as potable to bed for the winter. Now, as I said, I do like to grow vegetables all year round, which brings me on to the lower half of my allotment where I have the six smaller beds. Well, this was kind of my original plot. And because I started that allotment in June, July time, I knew straight away I'd be growing over the winter. So on these beds now, I've already planted out the garlic in one of the beds and that's taken out one of the smaller beds. The onion sets, I wanted to get into the bed next to this and I had planned to do that this weekend, but that didn't happen. There's still plenty of time and that's the great thing about this time of year. There's no rush in, in, in to do all these jobs. When it comes to say May next year when the pressure's really on, these jobs are done. I've got garlic, I've got onions, I ain't got to worry about them. In fact, onions could be planted as late as February, so there's plenty of time to do that. It's just the right varieties and the right times. I mean, the thing that I'm really raising here for me is that these two beds are then producing over winter. They're growing, and it looks like something's growing in them, which I always think is really, really good sight in the depths of winter to see some greenery, something growing. Now, my next two beds are what I call my brassica beds over winter. Now, these have already been planted up with kales, cabbages, and Brussels sprouts, and they were planted earlier in this year. They've spent a year establishing themselves and growing on they're pretty big now and they will continue to grow on throughout the winter and provide us with food throughout the winter then the top two beds my last two beds on the allotment these well one of these beds actually needs repairing it's fallen apart originally this bed was made from pallet wood and it's lasted four years but it has now started to rot away and as it's the only bed that needs repairing I feel it's the right time to use some better wood. So I plan to use gravel boards. The gravel boards should last a bit longer and they should be a bit more sturdy and I think they'll look better as well. It's not going to cost me a huge fortune to do one bed. So once I've done this, and this is quite high on my list of, of jobs to do, that bed will be rebuilt. I will then fill it up with compost and then into there I will be planting out my overwintered broad beans and peas. Now these I sowed last week and I mentioned that the peas are starting to grow. They will just go into that bed, nothing complicated at all. 
don't need a huge amount of protection to be honest i might throw a fleece over them during december to sort of february time but on the whole they don't need any protection and again they've got that look that something is growing in the allotment which just makes things look a bit better in my eyes anyway now you can still sow these plants if you really want to it's still plenty of time just need hardy varieties such as super aquadose claudia broad beans or meteor peas that's what i've been using the advantage with growing them now and over winters they produce a bit earlier cabbages it's possible to still buy spring cabbages from the garden center so if you go out and buy those and you want to get them in there's still time but it's worth doing if you want to use your garden to grow vegetables now personally i think growing vegetables over winter is a lot easier than growing them in the summer there's less weeding and the watering takes care of itself in the summer when there's so much more to do and there's shows going on or there's events going on time is precious that's why i really like growing things over winter but you do need hardy varieties now this kind of brings me on to my beds at home because at home I plan to actually grow a lot of vegetables at home. Now I've actually changed my mind quite a bit on this. Originally I had planned just to cover the beds in compost, sow green manures and then pot them to bed for the winter. Well I kind of changed my mind on this. The reason for this is that I kind of gave it some thought and I kind of thought yeah it's so much easier to go out to my garden and work than it is to go to the allotment. And so I just kind of thought, well, let's use it at home. I can harvest easier. I haven't got to spend so long. The chickens tend to take care of a weeding. I might as well just do that. So that, that's what I've decided to do. The green manures are still going to be used on the allotment, as I said. But at home, all three beds I've now filled with compost. One of the beds I have actually used green manure in. But the other two beds, I'm going to fill those up. I've got some swedes. I've got some cabbages. I've got some cauliflowers they're going to go in there and i also hope to plant out some more peas in these so i can keep a closer eye on how they do yeah i just plan to use those to grow a lot of winter and spring crops now i also plan to use my veggie pod to grow a lot of winter salads this is going to be a bit of an experiment actually because i'm in love with a veggie pod it's a brilliant growing system cannot sing its praises anymore and i want to know if they can really grow vegetables over well we know they can grow vegetables over winter anywhere can if you put your mind to it but i want to see if we can grow winter salads i'll be using things like uh there's a lettuce called winter gem or pak choy which can grow fairly happily in the greenhouse or potting shed over the winter and i will be also growing these in the greenhouse and potting shed as backups so not a single area of my garden will be wasted but i really want to see if a veggie pod grows these over winter now i'm actually getting really excited about this because it, it it seems great to be talking about growing food again throughout the winter so yeah putting away a bed for winter is not necessary but there is a lot that can be grown now i would also add that yes i'm very lucky to have several greenhouses the potting shed and the veggie pod to grow these plants over the winter and you might be listening and saying to yourself well I don't have those luxuries so it's not really for me what you're saying well my friend here's the thing apart from the salads the spring onions and the carrots everything else can be grown outside with no protection but let's say you do want to grow these salads and so on well cloches Enviromesh, that or the combination of the two can be used they may be a little bit slower but it is possible now I do remember in my old house I did grow salads outside under some plastic bottles and I used these to create like a little greenhouse and it worked. In fact what I did I had several of them that I could sow every few weeks across small areas and just kept 
successionally growing them. It worked and it was really good for growing food all year round. And for me, that's the important thing is that we're trying to do is grow food all year round. Well, that's it for this week. So thank you very much for listening as always. Now, any items that I've used or mentioned throughout this podcast, I will be adding links to on the blog post at thevegcrowdpodcast.co.uk. So if you want to check that out, please do. There's a lot that can be done over the winter, of course, as I always say. So what I really want to know is what you guys plan to do over the winter as well. I feel there's plenty that can be done, but what do you think? Now, if you've got your own thoughts, please contact me. You can either visit vegcrowdpodcast.co.uk and leave a comment, or you can email me richard at vegcrowdpodcast.co.uk or through social media, of course, just search for the Vegcrowd Podcast and you should find me. Well, that's it. So please take care and I'll see you again next time.